Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. Can you imagine being in prison for 20 years and then being set free, but your name, your name's still attached to this crime? For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Ten years ago today, three men now known as the West Memphis Three, Damian Eccles, Jesse Miss Kelly, and Jason Baldwin, were released from prison after serving 18 years for a crime they've always maintained they didn't commit. Even though no DNA evidence ever proved it, the men were charged, accused, and convicted of the brutal murder of three children in 1994. Today, defense attorneys are still working to fully clear the names of the West Memphis Three. But just last month, they were handed a major setback. Attorneys say evidence recently needed for DNA testing is now missing. Mercedes McKay with KTHV in Little Rock, Arkansas. This is a case that has been capturing national attention for decades now, and you've been covering some recent updates. But before we get to all of that, let's go back through the entire timeline here. Where does this whole saga begin? Yeah, so it began um, in West Memphis, which is where it was back in 1993, and three little boys were found murdered. Um, It was near a ditch, actually, and three men were convicted right then and there as teenagers, Um, and they were in prison for 20 years. It caught a ton of national attention because, honestly, there was so much evidence, and they never proved that these men actually did it um, at all, so that's kind of where all the attraction from National came from. I remember even someone telling me, I just got to Little Rock two years ago. I mean, I wasn't even born when this happened, but everyone told me that's been at the station for so long. Johnny Depp showed up to numerous protests um, as well. So definitely big names caught traction of it. And it was just it was just a, one of those things where they were, the three little boys were found tied up um, and murdered, and it was just a gruesome scene. But then when they convicted these three teenagers, that's when the mess kind of all began. And the three are Damian Eccles, Jason Baldwin, and Jesse Miss Kelly, who have become known as the West Memphis Three. And the short, short version of their story is that they were convicted, as you mentioned, despite what their attorneys have argued over the years, is a pretty glaring lack of evidence pointing to them as the killers, particularly no DNA evidence linking them to the crime scene. Again, this is the short version bringing us up closer to the recent news you've been covering. The West Memphis Three then end up spending about 18 years in prison, maintaining their innocence that entire time. What is it that then happens in 2011 that paves the way for their release? Basically, the men were able to walk free on an Alford plea, which means that they were able to maintain their innocence despite a guilty plea. Um, so basically, they were able to walk out, but they were still saying that they were innocent. And part of this kind of Alfred plea agreement in 2011, I interviewed um, Banka, um, who was one of Damien Eccles' attorneys. And part of that Alfred plea is that these men had to basically stay in good 
good standings. They couldn't mess up again. But also the state had to, part of this agreement was that the state had to make sure that they were still going to figure out the truth. Like the state prosecutors, like that's their whole point. You know, they're trying to figure out the truth who actually did this. And they were still going to allow the West Memphis Three to any evidence, keep doing DNA testing, all that kind of stuff. And that was part of the state's agreement. And that's why coming up in August, it was August 11th, 2011, when they were um, released on the Alfred plea. Coming up in August will be the 10-year anniversary. And that's kind of the end mark for, okay, these guys did what they were supposed to do, but also the state still hasn't complied with letting DNA, new DNA that they weren't testing, that they weren't available, wasn't available for them back then to test this evidence. And that's kind of why this 10-year mark's huge, because if they don't get to be able to test this evidence, they'll never actually prove that they're innocent, which is what they're claiming. You enter into a plea agreement, um, and you assume that both sides are going to stick to the terms of that agreement. And a term of the agreement was that we were going to be able to continue testing. And just to clarify a little bit then, an important detail in all of this is that with those Alfred pleas, they were able to walk free, but they weren't cleared. Their convictions weren't actually overturned, right? Right. No, they were not overturned. So they kind of still had this looming over them. I mean, wherever they go. So it affected their whole life. I mean, can you imagine being in prison for 20 years and then being set free, but your name, your name's still attached to this crime? So it wasn't like a walk in the park these past years since the almost past 10 years since they've been able to walk free. Right. And this brings us up to present day to this news you've been reporting that the attorneys for the West Memphis Three have been trying to track down new evidence that they hope might finally exonerate their clients, but they've hit some unexpected roadblocks. Take us through what's been going on. Yeah. So um, basically, again, with that Alford plea, the state had to continue helping out with um, finding out this evidence with the new DNA testing and figuring out who actually did it. Because, I mean, back then there was not the kind of DNA testing we have now. So Damien Eccles' attorneys actually have been trying to work with the West Memphis Police Department and the new prosecuting attorney. So back when this case was all happening, there was a different prosecuting attorney. Now there's a new one. Um, his name is Keith Cressman. And basically... Um, Patrick Benka, who I was talking to, is Damian Eccles' attorney, was saying that he was working with him and they were both on the same front of like, you know, we're going to figure out the DNA and the evidence and figure out who actually did this with all the new DNA testing. And turns out they've been calling West Memphis Police Department. They FOIA'd a lot of things. And now um, Keith Cressman told Patrick Benka kind of off the record off the fly during just a phone call, like, hey, we may actually have some issues with this evidence. We can't find it. It was during that phone conversation with him that I learned that a majority of the evidence would likely be, has likely been lost and or destroyed. There was word hmm. that Keith said that, you know, we think it was burned in the fire, like, 10 years ago, um, 15 years ago in West Memphis. And I didn't get this. I tried to call um, the mayor's office um, of West Memphis, but he was quoted in another article here in Little Rock that he had said, yes, like I talked to the police department and that evidence was destroyed in the fire. I called the police department many times. And I never heard anything back. And I mean, after the FOIA request that Patrick Benka got, it showed that, you know, that these are destroyed. There's no way we can find those. And the things like 
the three little boys, the victim's shoes and the socks and the shoelaces that kind of tied them all together. I mean, that could have any and every evidence that they could test with new DNA and nothing, they don't have it. And West Memphis isn't really reaching back out to Patrick Banka's attorney. So it's, it's a weird spot right now where it's kind of like there's nothing. And of course, to these, the West Memphis three, that has to be disheartening just because, you know, they can't prove any innocence at all. And this case, is, their names are still going to be attached to this case. And obviously, with big crimes like this, the West Memphis Police Department, being a small police department that as it is, they didn't have any of anything to go off of um, when they found this evidence. They couldn't do any of the testing themselves. So like any any big crime, it goes to the Arkansas State Crime Lab. And basically, I talked to their director just to see, since I wasn't hearing back from the police department um, or um, Keith Cressman, like, what what's the protocol? And he said that that evidence was returned to the West Memphis Police Department. They do not still have it. After they test everything, um, they send it back. Whatever the bulk evidence is goes back to that investigating agency. We don't retain those things long-term here at the laboratory. And back then, they didn't even have DNA testing, so they couldn't have DNA tested it. They may have tested it for blood or other stuff, but that the analysis, once it's done at the crime lab, the agency has 30 days to pick it up after that. So right now it's just, there's there's nothing. And um, the Damien Eccles attorney just kind of told me that's why August 11th is a huge date because at this point, the state hasn't lived up to their promise, he said, of making sure that evidence was still gonna be tested and finding out the truth, whether it was the West Memphis Three or whether it was other people, finding out the truth of who actually did this is kind of gone. They didn't follow through. So we can go forward with Anything that we would have been able to go forward with back 10 years ago is my opinion, and we're going to. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. How do you try to unwind 18 years of craziness and then when you're on the cusp of possibly being able to prove who did it, Finding out the evidence isn't there. I mean, it's just it's baffling. Damien Eccles' attorney also made clear in his interview with you that he really believes they were on the cusp, is how he put it, on the cusp of being able to prove his client's innocence. And that this was exactly the evidence they needed, this evidence that now seems to be lost or destroyed. What happens then if this evidence is never found? What did he say their fight might look like in that scenario? Um, after that, he told me that they would most likely file a lawsuit against the state of Arkansas and then seek damages for all the time they spent in jail, which is almost 20 years. Um, of course, though, that doesn't erase their name from this case. That won't turn this case around and not have their name attached to the West Memphis Three. Um, but it, that's at that point the next steps that they would take. Um, which is, he just said, so disheartening, especially for someone like Damien Eccles, who spent all of his time in jail on death row and 
not coming out of jail and thinking, oh, we can have this evidence and nothing is even there to either prove that they were innocent. Um, Benka just said it was kind of almost a slap in the face to everyone on the West Memphis Three and all their attorneys. And of course, it's not just about the prospect of complete exoneration for the West Memphis Three. This is also about you know getting this case right, getting justice for these three children who were murdered because if the West Memphis Three aren't responsible, someone else is. Right, exactly. And that's the thing too. I was reading the comments after we posted our, um, after I did my story and posted it and so many people are commenting like, justice for all six boys, which is the West Memphis Three and those three boys that were murdered. Those parents still have to live with the fact that they don't know exactly who tied their kids up. And I mean, I don't know how as a parent, I'm not one, but how do you live with that the rest of your life? So it is kind of a justice for all six at this point, And it doesn't look like that justice, they're ever going to get it if this evidence never turns up, especially if it was burned in a fire, which is the biggest thing that people keep saying that that's what it happened to. And with the West Memphis Police Department not returning any calls, um, I mean, you never know what's going on there when they can't even come up front and they are not even talking to Damien Eccles um, attorneys either. So it's just kind of one of those situations where I don't know if we'll ever actually know what happened to the shoes and the shoelaces and the socks and everything those little boys were wearing that night. Mercedes McKay with KTHV and Little Rock. Thanks for sharing this story. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. If you're new, we put out new episodes every single day, Monday through Friday, and you can make sure you don't miss any of those by hitting subscribe or follow on whatever app you're listening on. If you're looking for more podcasts from us, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows, including our weekly true crime chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Volt Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. Reed Redmond.